Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. This is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, and we're uh, from Soul Talk. We're having a great conversation with a great friend of mine, and uh, her name is Regina Bergen, and uh, and she's in from Canada right now. What part of Canada, Regina? What part of Canada you are? Uh, from British Columbia, so about seven. I'm about seven hours from Vancouver. So lots of people know where Jasper is because it's a resort town. And I'm about an hour west of Jasper, hour and 15 minutes west of Jasper. Oh, gosh. Yes, it's beautiful. I know you want to move here. <laughs> you miss the mountains. But not the, but not the winter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good point. <laughs> well, Regina is uh, an emotional support coach, a spiritual uh, cheerleader, and founder of Woman Empowerment Together. Regina is also teacher of a mystery school. She also is an astrologer. She do also astrology readings and astrology, astrology parties. I've been in one of them and it was really fun. She's an emotional support coach and it helped men and women to take their life, uh, to take it um, at the next level of their lives. So they're living their lives and the passion and the following their soul purpose. And uh, and we're here to present you, Regina. She's a great friend, and uh, and I have a different uh, therapist with her also. And she is really fun to be around. And she, you will learn a lot from you. I have learned a lot of my even my astrology. I only thought I was only a Scorpio, and uh, and I didn't know more about the ascendant or descendant or things like that, the solar or the moon and. And I have learned many more things that I'm not only the Scorpio. So that explains a lot of things of my life. Actually, when when I have this uh, conversation with Regina, like, and she did a she did kind of a reading for me, and it was very very interesting. That I highly recommend you to uh, to contact her also with that. Can you explain a little bit what do you do in in those in those readings, Regina? Um. So everybody with a reading, uh, it's an hour long and that's recorded and you get a copy of the recording. And then there's a written report, which is over and above the part of the, the recorded reading. But yeah, it's so it's so important to have an astrology chart read from my experience, because it kind of shows a person what they don't know about themselves. So you'll in a reading, a person hears what they already know, but there'll be stuff, some stuff that they don't already know and uh yeah i refer to it a lot uh i remember and i'll just give an example years ago my astrologer said uh oh you have to watch out that you don't go into self-pity and she explained why and so i've always been aware of it and i helped the client uh just yesterday um and i just had to say ah oh, that might be self-pity and i've helped uh, other people as well because uh it it's, it's a bit of a, it can be a bit of a spiral. And I had, I used to have trouble identifying what self-pity was because it can be very subtle too. Right. And uh, so that, that's probably the big, one of the big differences that made for me, but it was, it's another piece of the puzzle basically. 
And to me, there's four parts of the puzzle. There's the astrology. So, um, and then there's the inner child, which has to do with emotional support. And then there's the mystery school part, which is about uh, a daily setting up sacred space. And then the fourth part is about uh, getting all the stuff that's stuck in our bodies out of our bodies and so for myself I had an amazing session just uh, last week with a lady that combines like three or four different modalities and uh, so what happened was over the years I've like had all the emotional releases from trauma from childhood and I thought okay it's out of my body right Uh, because it was like a huge purging and then I got this session and she says oh we went really deep today and then that night uh, I woke up at 3 30 in the morning and my heart was just aching and it all this all the trauma was actually coming out of my body and I I just had to breathe through it and yawn and uh it helped uh, release it. So it was a, it was a big eye opener for me because I thought that those cries and healings over the years was getting that out of my body, but it was actually still stuck in my body. So um, I highly recommend alternative uh, practitioners to help you, whether it's like this lady does, I think a combination of osteopath, uh, so um, osteopath, osteopathy, um, body talk, cranial sacral, and other modalities. And, and so for the locals, that's Natalie Neelands. The <laughs> <laughs> thing is, we go in layers when we're healing ourselves. You take one of the layers, like peeling an onion, you take some of the layers on top, but there's something underneath. Yes. And it will come out or it will be holding in there until you remove it and you actually put attention to it in any way when, with any tools or if you can't do it by yourself, it's always very important to look for support. Oh. And, and that's where I'm going with the next one. What do you mean actually to be um, is a, a spiritual leader, uh, cheerleader and emotional support? Or is the same? or they're... Um, Kind of. They combine them. It's definitely not two separate things because uh, when I work with my clients, um, so... This is from my experience. And when I go into um, uh, healing for myself, uh, it's like I get all the feelings I and the thoughts and of how I felt when I was a child and how that affected me as a as a human now and and the patterns I developed and stuff like that. And so I know this is a big uh, statement, but I think the lack of emotional support when a child is young is the biggest is the number one cause of the problems in the world today. And that's from my experience, just digging deep, so deep into my childhood, because if a person has the ability, (laughs) that's good. (laughs) Uh, So if a person has the ability to have all of their emotions, so if you, learn to have your emotions when you're a child, then you trust your intuition. So as you, as you know, Monica, um, being able to feel makes all the difference. So if you're taught that it's not good to have anger and it's not good to be scared and you should be ashamed if you're, or, and she have shame and all those things. Um, if those are shut down, then your instincts are shut down. And so when your instincts are shut down, then you can't feel the difference between right and wrong. 
And so you base it on beliefs that are set up when you're a child and, you know, and Lord knows there's so many bad beliefs out there are bad. But as emotional support coach, I help my clients go back in time in a way, not totally, but we revisit some of the childhood uh, traumas and things like that. And they don't have to be big traumas. That's the thing. You know, emotional abandonment, from my experience, is as harmful as um, physical abandonment. It's, yeah, it's just really, really harmful. But it's not that we can, we have the right to blame our parents because they didn't know, because even I didn't know. And my kids are grown, like they're one teenager and two 20-ish year olds, right? And so even 20 years old, emotional support was not talked about. But uh, now it's all over the place. And I'm just so grateful because that will set the foundation for these new kids to be emotionally supported. So then I'll work, my job won't be, I won't have to work with the kids that are growing up now because they all have had that emotional support. So when I uh, teach my clients about emotional support, what I do is I support them to deal with emotions, how to deal with their emotions, the importance of dealing with them, and the importance of dealing with uh, supporting themselves in all ways, because that's really the only way that you can love yourself is by is supporting yourself emotionally, because when you support yourself emotionally, um, that builds up your self acceptance and self love. So, and so all in, in all that, I spiritually cheer, cheer the mom. Oh, you're doing a good job. Yes, yes. It's okay to feel like that. Yes. You were angry. Good for you. Then that's good that you felt it kind of thing. So, yeah. At the same time, it's so, so important that actually if we go to actually to the basis of any human being is we want to be loved. We want to be heard. We want to be seen. Yes. And if we go to actually to the root of the problem of any problems, since we were kids to adults, we're still navigating the same issues that those are, those are treat. And for that, we're going to have fears. We're going to create conflicts. We're going to, we don't know how to relate to others. We don't know how to relate to ourselves. And we're carrying guilt and faults that are not even ours, most the majority of the time. So this is really, really important that we, we need support many times. And people do not know how to ask for it yes and a perfect example is i went through all of this myself over about six years and that's a long time and i i can help clients through what i went through in in 16 weeks like that's a big difference that's a lot of extra happiness (laughs) right (laughs) seven years versus uh 16 weeks so yeah because the majority of the people they and many of them, they don't even know what is actually quality of life. Yes. They think it's like when you're having a pain for many years, it don't have to be your entire life. It just have to be for many years. You forget how is to live without that pain. You get so used to that pain that you forget how was the life before that pain. And now imagine that you were born with that pain. And then you've been living 40, 50 years you don't know another life without that pain. So suddenly when you start feeling it and you start feeling that release, oh my God, yes. I, I don't feel that pain. It feels so amazing. But sometimes you need help. 
yes. to get there because you don't know how to be get out of there because you don't even know you were there. You don't even know that you were that, with that pain until someone pointed out. Like, yeah, oh. and that's that's a good part of working with someone is because they a good practitioner will hold space for you so that the energies or the emotions can come up um, because it's almost like you need a witness um, and a safe space, right? That safe space is so, so important. Yes. And I saw that, uh, that you have the foundation of the woman empowerment together. What is that about? So it's an online platform to help women uh, give guidance on how to become empowered, but at the same time, it's not, it's in a holding pattern right now. Uh, it's always, well, I've, from my experience and what I've heard is don't start something when it's mercury retrograde. And so I was going to start it in January and now it's mercury retrograde. So I'm not starting it now. So yeah, the website is up and running, but, uh, and it has been for a while, but in regards to the membership, so it's a membership platform, it's not running yet. I haven't filled in all the pieces. I, I believe in di divine timing and I've been very patient because I don't, I want people to get the best value out of it as possible. Uh, the membership will not be very much and I'm almost wondering if I should go by donation just so anyone can have access to it because I know in, in the past what it feels like to not have any money and you can't even get help when you have when you don't have any money, right? So, yeah, it's still all up in the air. But I invite people to go on to it www.womenempoweredtogether.org and uh, just to peruse around there. I few, have a few vlogs and stuff, but yeah, and you can sign up for emails. I believe uh, the information is in the description of uh, of the this talk. You can find okay. that. Uh, that um uh that site but you don't you don't help men it's only for women no that platform is just for uh women but uh the one-on-one -on -one program i help men okay it's yeah only, only the one-on-one -on -one? just one-on-one -on -one. like i'll do i do um as asides i do energy sessions and i do astrology readings i do soul poems but the uh and those are all for men as well but uh the membership platform Women Empowered Together is just for women. In, in the past, what it feels like to not have any money. And I can hear myself. <laughs> Oof. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, well, and also I, I wanted to ask you, because this is one of the things that I really like. I, I have read... Um, Hermes Trumegistro. I have uh, also, I love the law of one, Ra, uh, thought, the tablet, uh, the Emerald Tablets of Thought. Yeah. And there are those, and I also, uh, as I'm a therapist, I had done regressions in myself and other friends and colleagues also, we have done swaps and I have many regressions. And of course, Egypt is one of my fascinations because obviously I, I was there. And uh, and you have the mystery school, and uh, can you talk a little bit about what do you teach or what is uh, for uh, the mystery school? 
it's so hard to talk about what I teach just because it has to be experienced, but some of it has to do with the seed of life. There's a Kabbalah activation. It's about uh, awakening our DNA is a, a good way to put it. Um, and a lot of it is based on the flower of life and um, about uh, activating or awakening our DNA uh, every day. Uh, the whole idea behind it is that we are these magnificent beings that can do what Jesus did. And I remember sitting in the very first teachings, I've taken the level one many times and taught it and everything. But I remember the very first time and the instructor is telling me, oh, yes, you are, uh, you're, uh, you can levitate and you can teleport and this is how you can do it and all that. And I actually experienced the levitating a little bit, but, uh, but I also sat there and went, this is BS. I don't believe this for a minute, right? But that's because my ego was so big and <laughs> had so many old beliefs and doubts. And so I haven't taught it for a, quite a few years, like more than six years, because the energies haven't been uh, perfect. And uh, now they are. So it's coming out in March. I don't have dates yet, but uh, I have to feel into that. And I, I'm super excited. I'll be teaching it with my friend and uh, uh, who loves it as just just as much as I do. And uh, it made a big difference. And just the whole how I got involved in the mystery school was all like everything lined up and spirit had to work really hard to uh, uh, get me to take the teachings. That's for sure. But uh, it's very powerful. How did you get involved? Now how did you get involved? And now I'm curious. Oh, okay. So <laughs> my first spiritual teacher at the time and his business partner said, Oh, this new, and so I took a whole bunch of herbology classes for them and uh, how to uh, muscle test people to see what they would need for uh, herbs and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, he did, they do it on the shoulder. But anyways, um, so they said to me, oh, we got this new juice. It's called G3. And how about you come to... Uh, a seminar about it and so I flew to Vancouver which at the time I think I was living in Red Deer uh, so I flew to um, Vancouver and it was just like one aha after the moment after another and I was coming home on the plane this is like 16 years ago I was coming home on the plane and I'm just bawling and I never cried ever back then because I didn't know what emotional support was and I was shamed about crying. But uh, I was crying on the plane and I didn't care and I just wanted to tell everybody about it. And I was just on cloud nine and uh, I sold it. I got a babysitter for the kids. I was all passionate. It's like I've always wanted to help people uh, heal and with their money. And I thought, oh, with a multi-level marketing, I can do both. And uh, so, yeah, my passion was really high. And then I went and sold it at a trade show. And across the hall, like across the aisle from me was uh, this woman. Savannah, uh, her name is Hella Hansen. And no, sorry. Yeah. Hella Hansen. Uh, she's from uh, Denmark and she was living in Canada at the time. And so across the aisle was her. And I, at that time, I felt like crap because my business wasn't doing very well. I wasn't making a lot of money and my interest was not there anymore, selling the multi-level marketing, the, the juice. So anyways, three days, 
I got a couple of healings from her and I'd never felt so fantastic in my life. And I knew it was her energy and what she did. And so I, so spirit had to be like really impactful for me to be there across the aisle. So I could feel the difference in myself from the time I got there to the time I left. Anyways, it's a lot of ego processing. And after the course, it's a four, four and a half day course in total. So two weekends, uh, uh, a Friday and then Saturday, Sunday, and then a week or two later, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Friday evening, Saturday, Sunday. So anyways, uh, then after that, I felt like crap because I was process- processing all this ego stuff. And I went to a friend's lake and I'd never, I don't remember actually feeling worse than that emotionally and everything. And she says, well, go and try that stuff you just learned. Go activate yourself, she said. So I walked down to the lake. She looked after my kids and I activated it and I went from feeling like total crap to absolute bliss, basically. And I went, oh, I'm, I'm sold on this. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, uh, but I had a lot of negative mind control back then. And so spirit had to make it totally obvious that I was supposed to take the course and teach it. So it's a, I love that story because it was just, I shortened it a bit, but. (laughs) That that reminded me too much as uh, when I was studying uh, metaphysics in Veracruz and I was uh, teaching in there. I had a little school over there for metaphysics and it was very fascinating. That's when I learned about Hermes and so forth. I was, wow, about 25 years ago or something like that. But even it was so, it was so profound. I, the teaching is so, so deep. It can go so, so, so deep. And mainly a lot of our tools that now we're all getting in the now, uh, they come from there. It comes from there. Everything actually comes from there. And even if people are afraid of that because it's kind of you, you, Yes, but in the moment you're with, let's say, I'm a, a BQH, I'm a, I'm a therapist. In the moment I'm doing a regression, it's going to come out of there. Uh-huh. Why? Because many of the memories from the, we're doing locking memories of the people about past lives. Right. Well, many of them, they come from there, you know, yeah. or Le, of, of Lemuria or Atlantis or Egypt. And it comes from there. So yes. we have some memories from there. All of us, so it's, I'm glad that I actually learned that 25 years ago because it's very helpful when I'm doing the regression. It's very yes, helpful I because I know what I'm talking about when they're telling me about this and that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so oh, I can ask more questions and so forth. It is very fascinating. Yes. And you guys are considering uh, taking this and you want to know about ISIS and things like that or thought or all this information, I highly recommend you this because this is going to be very, very interesting. Yes, I, and the thing is, the way the energies are now since December 21st, um, they're they're ripe for taking these teachings. And I'll just give an example. Is um, So the whole idea is you set up your sacred space, which I got the picture up there. Um, you set up your sacred space every day and you can actually put in what you need in this sacred space, in this Amkaba, and that can heal you. And so on January 2nd, I was detoxing because I started a yeast parasite cleanse and I was detoxing. And I just thought, this can't be, life shouldn't be this hard. 
you know, and I just thought, do I just keep going on the cleanse or because it's a five week cleanse? And what if I'm detoxing for five weeks? And I thought, and it popped into my head, put everything that kills parasites in your omkaba. So that's what I did. I laid there and I just went, anything that kills parasites, I put it in my omkaba and I poofed it in there. That's what we use that word a lot, poofed it, poofed it in. And within a minute, Monica, I had no detox symptoms. And I just went, oh, the, like before December 21st, that didn't happen. It was like a struggle to, to, for something like that to happen. But now the infinite possibilities and it's just so powerful now. The energies are just so beautiful for, for high, well, high, it's so higher vibrating, right? Well, we are, like I explained many people that we're times of ascension right now. Yeah. And uh, and even if you are asleep, even if you don't want to hear about it, you're going to still feel it. Yes, Why? Yes. Because there, everything is anchoring and whatever you haven't worked before is just going to come out. Yes. Even if you're not aware, it's going to come out and you're going to say, yes. why? If I have to, if I deal with that many years ago, why I have to deal now again? Well, because you don't even work it out. Yeah. And this is part of the ascension symptoms. Why? Because the energies are coming so, so strong. Yeah. And it's going to make you, actually, you are going to need to work on that. <laughs> yes. And that's why it's so good to work with someone like you or me or because we've actually gone through a lot of mm. that stuff already and know how to deal with the ego and the emotions and all that kind of stuff. Like I think of myself six years ago, I was, a, I don't, I can't remember if it's six or seven when I really went deep into my healing, but I was the queen of spiritual bypassing. It's like, Oh no, I'm happy. Like that word though, that phrase toxic positivity, that was me because I didn't want to deal with my emotions and I was suffering and I didn't want to admit it. But that's part of the program, you know, like, Oh, you're angry. Just don't show it. You know, yes. up in the bottom and where no one is going to see it and yes. everything is going to be fine. That's and you're right. shove it up. Come on. You can yes. shove it up. I, oh my God, I hear that so many times when I was younger. And of course, that's never going to work. Why? Because until you actually work it out, it's going to, it's actually going to disappear. If you don't work it out, it's going to come back and it's going to come back. It's part of the. And the, a lot of times, and you know this too, it comes out as illness, right? Whether mm -hmm. it's an auto, a lot of, and that's why autoimmune diseases are rampant because that's stifled emotions. And I, that's, I know that from experience and I know it because I read uh, Dr. Gabor Matei's, a couple of his books, and yeah. he talks about that being stifled emotions. And I know, and 90% uh, of the time it's stifled anger because most kids were not allowed to have their anger. Yes, and unfortunately, we are all programmed, including ourselves. Yeah. Uh, I just want to clarify this. We're, we all are running with programs consciously or subconsciously. But we are all working with that. And it's just about layers. You remove one program and there's another one underneath. And you work with that program and there's something underneath. And, yes. and that's part of the ascension when we finally get to the heart. Yeah. You know, and that's a process and maybe a never ending process. Yeah. But it's, we go layer by layer. It doesn't matter how many times if you haven't finished working. It's like, why I still have 
this anger issue or, or this depression or this, because you haven't worked it out or that goes by layers and layers and layers. Also yeah. Those things. yeah, you haven't gotten to the root of it yet. You feel like you have, but you to- you haven't totally. Yeah. And uh, so, and then when you start removing those layers, that's when the joy really comes in because that's when you're able to connect with your inner child and uh, the inner child work goes hand in hand with emotional support. I never knew there was such a thing as an inner child until I went really deep. And it's like, it was almost like, well, it, it, she's another being and inside of me is all I can describe it. And I just think, who, who are you? And it, it's that person that got stifled and she's still inside. He or she is still inside of us and just wants to play, but we need to heal that those uh, traumas and issues so that uh, she feels safe to come out and play. Cause if she doesn't, he or she doesn't feel safe, that's going to be stifled. And, and I can just give the example of, I used to, I love dancing and I was like, Oh, that's good exercise. I'm going to dance. Well, within five minutes, I was judging myself because I was forcing myself to have fun um, because I should, right? And I should have fun. Let me dance. And I would just judge myself and because I had all these judgment issues. And now I can dance by myself for hours and don't judge myself. I, I haven't. I think the longest has been an hour, but <laughs> I could, I could just keep going because that inner child is released and that's where that joy and play and fun and laughter comes from. So that's the, not only are, are you less triggered when you deal with your emotions um, and that those issues, but you also have a lot, you have play too. So less trigger, more play. Yes, we, like again, like I mentioned before, the people, well, that includes, when I say the people, I'm talking also about myself. Because I yes, keep, yes. <laughs> I just want to clarify this. Yeah. Is uh, we forget how is to have fun. Yeah. We've been so conditioned that we have to be serious and you have yes. to focus only in work, money, kids, house, yeah. uh, clean, or, or whatever projects you are doing, but you have to be so serious. That when finally... You have the time to to just enjoy yourself painting or or dancing or doing something. We that's the, all the judgments comes. Why you're having fun when you should be working, yes. when you should be yes. doing, when you should be produ- totally. producing or something. And that's that's exactly the moment that you should observe. Huh? I am feeling this. I why I'm judging myself because I'm dancing or because I'm singing or because I'm painting when I should be washing dishes what I want to do washing dishes or I want to just dance this song why you don't give yourself those five minutes and really enjoy that song and dance it and then you go and wash the dishes but give yourself be present in those five minutes in whatever it makes you happy because or else how waste of human being will be (laughs) Be in this plane and be just so serious. Yes. It's like I I believe in perfection of divine perfection, and divine perfection is not being suffering washing dishes. <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly. Not saying that the dishes are not important, but you are more important than the dishes, yes. and people forget that part. Yes, they sure do. <clears throat> I did have a, a healing with you of the flower life energy session. Oh my god, that was that comes from the mystery school. Yeah. 
and it was so deeply profound. It came back a lot of memories of past lives. I remember we were talking about my staff and uh, I still looking for. I like how you did that. You just <laughs> went like that, and I could feel it. <laughs> because I can see it is still in in my mind. The staff. I'm looking, in fact, for the wood, and because I see the carvings and everything, because it brought all those memories about my staff that I had in that time. So to bring it back again, and of course you can find it online and whatever, but it's like no, it's, it, I, I'm looking for the for. And I, I do a little bit wood carving. I just have to find the soft wood to do it. Uh, my that stuff that I've yes. seen already in my in my memories that do wake up. And can you explain a little bit more about that therapy? That uh, because it was fabulous. <laughs> so uh, I've been doing the sessions for 15 years, and like you say, it's part of the mystery school. And uh, yeah, I just always intend what's for the highest good of all. And it's, it varies from person to person. Uh, sometimes it's just cleaning out their aura and I yawn a lot. Um, like for you, it was seeing past lives. Um, lots of, well, I do a lot of toning. Um, and yeah, I just call in the beings of love that need to help. And yeah, it's really it's really fun. I just, I love it because they're all so different. So uh, one being that's been coming in a lot is Sai Baba and uh, Sai Baba really likes people to do like lines. So he'll say, okay, write out 52 times. I am open to being open-minded to what I need to be open-minded about is what came through the one day. And I've just thought, wow, that's a long one. And so what I do is I always think that this person is a reflection of me and what's going on with me. So I do my best. Doesn't mean I always do it. I do my best when I give people, I call it homework, um, to do it myself because we're all one and there's a reason what came up, came up. So, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, That's a very important point that you just mentioned in there because we want to think that everything is separated from us when everything is actually just a mirror image of ourselves yeah. and if the people who see that it will be less anger less hatred less division and this separation yeah. and people will feel love i like today i, I read in one of the groups uh, and and that someone was saying that they they they, they don't felt love they feel they're rejected all the time by everybody and so forth. Yeah. And it's like, if you think a little bit more, it's like you're going to find that that's how you you, you see it outside because you haven't integrated in yourself. Yeah. And that's where this all these therapies are very important because you can't do it by yourself. Because I understand when we say work it out, I said, yeah, but you don't give me the recipe how to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's where we come from. That's where we can we can come and help. Yes. And we can teach you how. And this is what you do. And this is the spiritual leader, precise spiritual children leader, and uh, and all this work that you do, precisely to teach them how to integrate, how to see, um, how to actually work it out. Those angers, those inner child, like you were mentioning, and so forth. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. And it it's vital because what I'm feeling is if we don't, we're going to get kicked in the pants somehow. And if your life feels like it's starting to fall apart, it's because you need to start doing the work, right? So I'm talking to people who are listening and their life feels like they're falling apart. Find a coach or whatever alternative practitioner to do the work or it's just it's not going to get better. And one thing I've always asked for is that my worth and my joy and my happiness be based on who I am, not what's outside of myself. So as you know, um, I started uh, working with a business coach. And so I started getting busier and busier. And every time I get busy, I'd say, spirit, I don't want my happiness and um joy to be based on and feeling good about myself to be based on being busy and sure enough it would go down and I'd say thank you that I'm not busy so I realize I have to work on myself and my worth and my happiness and then I get busy again and same thing I get busy and I'd say spirit I need to be have my worth based on uh, being me not my success and I get slow and busy. And now I'm at a point where I know my worth and my happiness. And it's, I know it's not based on success. It's based on just being me. Something that my guides the other day remind me about that, because that's how we met uh, Regina and me with that same business coach. And uh, Rosalind uh, Flong. Yes. And, uh, and that right now she's having her challenge. And uh, it's free challenge. So you guys, you should go and check it out because she is good, very good. And uh, something that I, that my guides were telling me the other day, like, okay, you're busy, 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 busy all the time. And you're not even talking to us. (laughs) Oh, yes. Why why we're here. (laughs) That's the the whole point. And it's like, oh, you're right. (laughs) So it's like, now we have uh, set up, now it doesn't matter what time, but we have to actually, I have to make time just to have a conversation with them and not to work, not to do business, not to try to do appointments or how it's going to be the next piece or next that or what I'm going to invent. No, it's actually just sitting down, focusing uh, in the, with them and actually having a conversation with them, like right, having a conversation right now. Yeah. But making that time, because or else we get so busy that we forget about ourselves, we forget about growth, and that's something very, very important to always remember that. Yeah, and the thing is, when we have all those stuck emotions inside of us, that's density. And like I've seen it as sticky, black, sludgy, yucky stuff, right? And so it's harder to tune into your guides when you have all that black sticky stuff and so then a person goes into not trusting themselves and uh yeah it's kind of uh it's it's kind of a i don't want to say catch 22 but when you're in that it's hard to get the guidance um from your guides so another good reason to get a coach so that you can take those layers off enough so that you can get more guidance from your own guides and angels or whatever you want to call yes and there's a question that I always ask to everybody uh, that I'm interviewing because I wanted to learn. I wanted to, this is not just a question just because it's, it's a question that I wanted to learn how to be better or different techniques. And I know 
this is a need that everybody have. And more after the 2020, with the, we just passed that we're now in 20, 2021, but it's still we're still passing through the same thing. I believe this is worldwide. And my question is, are you a master manifestator? Um, yes and no, in regards to, I've never been a big believer in the law of attraction, just because, like, I believe it works, right? But I also believe in a higher power. And if I'm not actually supposed to, if it's not for my highest good to have something, um, then I don't want it. So, for instance, if I want the big house, um, I could focus on that and take lots of time to do this. And I'd say maybe it's just laziness, but uh, it's a knowingness inside. I don't know what's best for me. The only being that knows what's best for me is spirit or God or creator or source, whatever you want to call that higher power. So I do my best always to hand it over and I say, whatever's for my highest good, which in turn, I always believe is for the highest good of all. And so I don't focus on, I don't focus on what I want because I don't want to take the time to do it because it might not actually manifest. And whatever I, if I did manifest, it might not make me happy. Right. So uh, I just always hand it over. So what I've manifested is the ability to surrender what's for my highest good. And I do that a lot. Like for instance, with my business, I just keep saying universe, if I'm supposed to be doing something different, I know I've put like two years into this, but I just hand this over to you and I want to do what's for the highest good of all. And uh, so, yeah, I guess I'm a master manifester in regards to, I have, I'm peaceful and I'm joyful. And those are the really the only things I've focused on. And I've gotten rid of all the layers to get me to that point. And there's still more layers, like you say, they're, they're continuous. The joy of it is they get further apart in having to deal with them. It, it's not like a trigger every single day. That's what it used to be triggered here, or triggered there, that person triggered me that person. Now I can go for like weeks and and nobody triggers me, and I don't have a big emotional breakdown or anything. Um, so, yeah, I am a master manifester because I focused on peace and joy, and I'm in a, a place in my life where I have that. It's like a post that I put today that is like whatever you put your attention is you're putting your energy, and that's what is going to grow. Yes. So that's exactly. something that everybody has to be aware of what they're putting their attention to. Yes, columns sure. or actually to joy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I have a question, and uh, I know you do. Um, you uh, you help people to find their soul purpose. Yeah. How do you with what we all have different tools, yeah. and that's why there are many techniques to get there. But what is your technique? How how do you what um what tools do you use for? So number one, I use astrology because that shows up in many different places in the chart, what your life's purpose is. As well, I help people get rid of the layers so that they can feel what their soul's purpose is. And, uh, and just to know that that's what they are supposed to be doing. But I would say the bigger... No, 
you can't have one without the other, meaning just an astrology reading might not, probably won't give you that drive. And I'll just say it like this, because you might not believe it. So for instance, I can tell you what your life's purpose is based on your astrology, but you have to know it and feel it. And a lot of times you can't feel until you've taken away the layers in regards to the emotional support, um, supporting yourself emotionally and loving yourself. Never mind. Um, so emotional support leads to self-love. That's all there is to it, right? And so if you're not loving yourself, you, I, your chart may say, this is what you need. This is what your life purpose is, but it doesn't mean you're going to believe it, or you might not think you're worthy of it, or whether it's a conscious or a self subconscious, you might not think you're worthy of it. So there's no, go ahead and get just an astrology reading, but go deeper and get the layers taken away so that you can feel and know and embody that soul's purpose. And, and then taking away the layers leads to the living your life with passion. Yeah. The worthiness, uh, people do not put that much attention that about like, ah, I get over it. No, it's not about getting over it. It's actually you have to do the work in there because you're worth it to be happy. Yeah. You are worth it to to have everything that you actually enjoy in yeah. your life. And uh, and obviously, whatever is your passion, you you should be enjoying it more. And doors are going to open. But if you don't think you're worthy, yeah. that nothing is going to happen and you're going to continue living the life that you don't want. Yeah. So that's the basis of everything. Self-love and self-worth are the basis of everything. And I worked on myself for three, four years before I learned about emotional support, about emotional support. And that was the final piece of the puzzle because I had all the other pieces. I had the astrology. I had the mystery school teachings. I had the, the energy sessions, but then the emotional support. And like I explained to some people what emotional support is, and you have to experience emotional support and what it really means on a deeper level. So yeah, I tell everybody, just take the course. Because <laughs> you don't, because it's, you have to give yourself emotional support in every aspect of life. So let's say you had a negative thought, or you judge people, that's a big new age thing scam is, uh, oh, you shouldn't judge. Well, then that just leads to judging yourself. If you think you shouldn't judge, then you're judging yourself. And it's a vicious cycle. And when you have a judgment and in the past, oh, I used to hate myself for judging. And I would just now I tell myself, it's okay that I'm judging. There's a reason that I'm judging. Or if big, old, ugly emotions come up, it's like, it's okay that I feel this way. And uh, one of my clients uh, posted not the, just the other day, she said um, she had tagged me in it and put uh, lots of times I hear Regina's voice saying, it's okay you feel this way. And like it just, it's a way out of depression. It's a way out of anxiety. Like I used to have lots of anxiety and now I don't. And I think it's when you're judging is you just have to observe why I'm judging this. Why is triggering me? Yes. And that's where it's actually the healing part. Yes. But if you don't see why something is triggering you and you don't want to put attention, you just, okay, I should not judge. So I, I don't look in there. Yes. But it's triggering you. So 
observe your emotions, honor your emotions. Yes, so exactly. that's because basically, if you're not honoring your emotions, however ugly they are or beautiful, meaning you, you, because if you stuff your emotions, you're you're stuffing the good ones and the bad ones. You can't just oh, I'm going to stuff my anger. You're stuffing them all. You stuff one of them, you're stuffing them all, and that can lead to big problems. Not only health problems, but emotional health, mental health. There's so many problems that it leads to and when I see someone I just I can just know exactly basically the steps that got them to where they are because I've been there done that and healed it in myself and I still have a way, long ways to go to be that uh, enlightened ascended master but <laughs> I like to see the difference and I'll just give an example so I was at a friend's birthday party and um, the old me, so this friend is very outgoing and so loves everybody and everybody loves her. And in the past, I would have got went there and I would have wanted to drink. So I felt comfortable. Right. But I can't handle my alcohol at all anymore. Thank you. Um, but I went there and. I just felt totally comfortable in my own skin. I didn't feel that I had to talk to anybody or or impress anybody or do anything I was just being myself and I went wow that like it's a huge difference because I used to drink every weekend because that was the only way I could be myself right and uh, I never accepted myself the way I was and now it's like this is me if you don't like me then that's okay if I'm yeah. not cool that's okay <laughs> I know I, I, I used to be like that too. <laughs> so yes, I, I used to drink a lot and now I don't. I, I'm not saying that I never do. I do once in a while a wine or something like that, but yeah. that's not the norm like I, it used to be. Yes, hey, exactly. Uh, um, a few minutes and I wanted to ask you, uh, do you want to uh, share as you have a program or something like right now that you would like to promote? Before we finish. Um, well, I'm always taking new Passion is Your Purpose program clients. That's the big program, the all-inclusive. And that's the one that's for 16 weeks. Uh, highly recommend it just because I know it works based on my experience and my clients. And uh, yeah, I just... And the other things I offer are the... Uh, energy sessions. So I actually tell people, get an energy session first and then see if you uh, agree. And then also an astrology reading to have that kind of basis. Um, but, you know, clients just sign up randomly after just chatting with me too. So whatever works. But if you get an energy session and an astrology, that price comes off the price of the big package. And uh, yeah, I haven't been promoting a lot just because. Uh, like I don't have any challenges because you have a challenge. When's your challenge coming up? In the 17th. Oh, yes. 17th of uh, February. Oh, so right, yeah. right away, which is good because it's right after Mercury goes direct. So that's good. <laughs> so yeah, challenges are awesome. That's how I signed up with Rosalind Fung, the business coach, because uh, she had, had a five-day challenge back in April of last year. She has one running again. I'm sure it's already 
it's probably happening right now, but a person can always catch the first day replay and catch them live after that. But yeah, it's a good way to learn, to help with, because any business adventure, and I don't know who said this, but when you, the scariest thing in the world is putting yourself out there because you open yourself to rejection, abandonment, judgment, ridicule, and working with someone and being held accountable. And that's with any coach, whether it's yourself or myself or a business coach is so good because you it, yeah, holds you accountable. Um, and right. Well, guys, uh, uh, this is uh, Monica Ramirez. We want to give a thanks to Regina for being with us in Soul Talk. And, and the next week, we have a very, something very, very interesting, and uh, and is going we are going to have an Orthodox atheist with us, and that is going to be the next Monday. And his name is Rob Garcia, and we're going to be interviewing him. So you can have different points of view because it's important to see and put the shoes of everybody so we can understand everybody's points. And yes, then, good to be open-minded, right? Yes. Yes, and that's awesome. why doing this interview. And that is going to be the next week. Awesome. And it's been a pleasure. Regina. Yes, always, Monica. My Love soul you. sister. <laughs> Thank you very much for this opportunity and good luck on your challenge. And uh, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.